y'all. Welcome to Descartes Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm depressed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just kidding, but only kind of. This is Danica. Um, You can call me depression for short. Um, Today has been, I feel like, a rotten day in Bachelor Nation. I think it's something we've been uh, thinking about for a while but not 100% certain that things were true and just been, you know, in that, like, plausible deniability stage of existence, um, which we do a lot. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> Open I'm that PBR. Opening the PBR, because, yes, we have to um, come to terms. <sighs> For the funeral the of Claire and Dale. I guess their nickname was Dare. <laughs> People have been calling them Dare. No. Well, <laughs> I hate it. What we're not going to do is that, because that program really fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> Did you have Dare when you were a kid? Oh, yeah, Major. Yeah, Major Dare Bear Care. Whatever. <laughs> you had something different. Yours was gayer than mine, uh, which is upsetting. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Dale and Claire, well, I guess just Dale announced their breakup <laughs> today. I did not see Claire's. No, not yet. Fuck. I mean, I guess we are recording kind of late. I'm going to go check real quick live, live on the podcast. No, she has not said anything. Um, yeah, unfortunately, it's true. Everyone has been following along knows that we've been just kind of like super in denial and like, I yelled at a bunch of people today. I said, I don't give a fuck what E! News says. I don't give a fuck. Mm-mm. E! News is trash. And then an hour later, <laughs> Dale went on Instagram. And... How do you how do you feel in general? I feel most concerned for her. Yeah. Um, Same. I, and not like I feel like she's um fragile or like, you know, can't like handle her shit because she clearly ha- can and has and will. But, you know, it's just, it, it, it has to be hard. And I feel like she was really into it. And I'm not saying that he wasn't, but I just feel like, especially with her mother, who's, like, basically, you know, dying. And I, And yeah. the COVID of it all and everything else. Like, the fact that her support system, according to Bachelor yeah. Nation, is just a, a large group of raccoons. <laughs> um, it, no, it's got to be really hard to be her because, I mean, like... I mean, as much as we wanted to give them credit for, like, just, like, finding love and, like, doing... Like, we tried to give them the benefit of the doubt. There were still, like, doubts in our head, too, I think, where it's just, like, like, this soon? Two weeks? Three weeks? Like, that's cuckoo. Yeah. Um, It's... it's, I'm not surprised. Everyone's been, like, DMing us, being like, I mean, bitch, are you surprised? I said, no, but I just didn't really... I wanted it to work really badly. I, want I wanted to it to work. Yeah. I wanted to believe. And, like, it just, I guess I'm just going to go back to my old saying, like, love is a lie. And classic. See, we were we were trying to come up with, um, mm-hmm. you know, stickers and merch <laughs> earlier. And I think <laughs> mine is two things can be true. And yours is love is a lie. <laughs> uh, Danica get divorced already. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's gonna put it on a tote bag and it's gonna be wonderful stay tuned for the merch shop um yeah but it's you know it's sad it's sad but also today is kind of a w- weird heavy day because it's the last day of donald trump being our president you're so upset yeah <laughs> that donald trump is no longer a president 
I am so sad. You're a problematic no, bitch. <laughs> no, I meant just meant, like it's heavy because you just like. Oh, it's so weird. I feel very manic, crazy energy right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I asked for, you know, like the ability to like flex at my job tomorrow because mm-hmm. like I was not expecting January 6th to happen and that's still mm-hmm. living very much rent free in my head. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I would like. To be able to, like, not work just in case something horrible happens tomorrow. And I don't want to put that energy into the world, but I already have and I said it out loud. So, like, that's a worry for me. I think everybody has. I I wanted to ask for work off, too, but I don't, I can't. But it's, I mean, it's just a heavy, like, feeling. It's also, like, you know, relief and hope and joy that, like, things will... Just get to, like, a baseline that's, like, a little bit better, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we're not going to walk around and be like, everything's great. We can totally disengage. No, but, you know, it would be really nice if we just had, like, a baseline that wasn't, like, terrifying. I saw that Twitter thread today that Ashley Spivey was posting. It was just, like, the idea of maybe being able to put your phone down for an hour and not being worried that you can, like, pick it up and see the president spewing hate speech Mm -hmm. is like a feeling that we haven't felt for four years you know like honestly i hope there's like some sort of research that's going to be done over Mm -hmm. like people's moods and feelings over the last Mm -hmm. like two weeks even Mm -hmm. like since he got banned from like twitter or whatever right and like all these platforms like i feel I mean, I'm still, like, anxious, but I feel, like, almost a sense of relief that I don't just have to, like, wake up to something fucking stupid every single day. And, like... We save that just for Bachelor Nation. Yeah, that's that's a Monday-Tuesday thing only. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, I mean, like, just once again, like, people accuse us of being too liberal all the time, which, again, I just think is very funny because we're not. Um... (laughs) Like, we're extremely, like, leftist almost to an unreasonable point. <laughs> I mean, I mean, basically. <laughs> um, but, like, I do feel, like, a sense of relief knowing that, like, Joe Biden has plans for the next, like, 30 days that make sense and make me feel better about being a person. Mm-hmm. And I hope that other people feel, like, similar amounts of relief. Like, it's not what I wanted, not what I was, you know, like, rooting for, not what I put my money towards in the last mm-hmm. year. But, like, mm-hmm. it's something that's not Donald Trump. And for now, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we'll just work to try to keep them accountable. And then take care of our own communities. I mean, if nothing of the last year has proven itself is that community mutual aid is where it's at. Yeah. And people take care of themselves because the system is very broken. Not broken. It's meant to be this way. Um, but it's not for us. Yeah. <laughs> Capitalism is the disease. So let's, I don't know. It's functioning Woo! as it should, but <laughs> that was broke in the first place. And <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's one of the things I actually, I mean, nothing about, 2020 feels um, (laughs) valuable or, like, precious to me, but, like, actually seeing communities come together for mutual aid was something that was, like, really cool. And I know that's not the first time this has happened, but, like, it really is amazing when 
communities come together and are able to take care of one another because there are so many bureaucratic and uh, like inadequacies is that a word yeah. mm-hmm. sure yeah we'll go mm. with it mm. yeah Oof. we're probably gonna yeah. have to keep doing that over the next like four <laughs> years <laughs> that sucks um that sucks <laughs> shout out to gofundme <laughs> for healthcare. um oh god but here's hoping that we don't just have to deal with that man tm 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 anymore yeah that very overtly tan 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 man and speaking of very overtly tan tan people (laughs) we would be amiss if we didn't talk about maddie for a moment and her attempt to um make herself literally okay i know I feel like Maddie misunderstood what we were saying by support, like, brown lives or, like, (laughs) black lives matter. Like, she was like, oh, so you want me to be brown? I'll do it. (laughs) She tanned herself to, like, that girl is baked. Yeah. Yeah. She is so dark right now. Like, the, like, the inside of her palms are just, like, pasty white, and pasty, then everything pasty. else in her body is, like, this really dark, dark orange. Not, like, an orange like kind of Trump was doing for a while, but it's, like, a really saturated dark tan. Mm-hmm. And, like, that alone is not great. And then she filtered a series of photos that I think the, the stills were also slightly filtered, because if you look at Kiara next to her, it... It also looks like she's kind of filtered. And then the final, like, little boomerang that she did, she added this... The sparkle filter. The sparkle filter. And it makes her look like she's trying to be a brown person. I mean, it's brown fishing. It's not... I had people, like, DM us be like, who is that? (laughs) Literally, you can't tell who it is. And it's nuts. Like... We were um, talking to, like, we have, like, a bunch of, like, podcasts that we message, um, mm-hmm. maybe so we feel a little less alone and, um, <laughs> like, wild, and if one of us is unavailable, like, we have other people who are just as, you know, wild about this as all of us are, that yeah, it's, you know, it's group therapy, but for people like us, um, but I was messaging them yesterday, and I was like, yeah, like, when she spreads her fingers apart, she's the same color as I am, and I don't know if you guys know what color of skin I have, but it's, like, literally, even as we're recording this Zoom, I am the whitest person I've ever seen before, and she is the same. Like, that, that, it's... So, I mean, yeah, we can have the conversation about black and brown fishing, probably till, like, we're, you know dead asleep tonight but it's not cool and it's not a good look and these white women are benefiting off of like this culture i mean like maddie during the insurrection was just like what what um nike should i buy like she's just trying to be like it's just not no it's it's so interesting that these people will co-opt you know like skin tones and like identities in some cases but won't say black lives matter because it's gonna lose them followers like it's it's uh it's racist (laughs) it's not cool and it's 
Like, I was trying to think of a way to say it. Um, it's it's not crazy, and it's not interesting, or it's not suspect. It's just racist. Yeah. Like, thank you. There it is. Yes, exactly. We were saying it's wild for a minute. No, it's just racist. It's racist. Yeah. yeah. And that's that. Um, before we get into tonight's breakdown of last night's episode of all the women breaking down in their own way um we want to talk about our patreon real quick uh this week we're going to be recording our first bonus episode with our good friend Allie. she's been on a previous episode before and we're really excited to have her on we're going to talk about body like being in fat bodies and queer culture and being non-monogamous and it's gonna be really great it's gonna be for our patreon bonus episodes for either the five dollar or ten dollar level um and then for our ten dollar level, um, at on Saturday we're gonna do our first in, our like first live like group hang. Yay. Really excited about that. Yes. Um, that's gonna be on Saturday at two p.m. Pacific time. Um, and in that live, we don't have a very specific agenda yet, but yet. Yeah. um, we're gonna be talking probably like current events in Bachelor Nation. So you're gonna get to hear us talk about uh, Dale and Claire. <laughs> Again, probably. Um, just, like, whatever fuckery happens to happen between now and Saturday. This is so much time. We're going to have yep. a lot of shit to talk about. Um, and if you're already subscribed to that $10 level, feel free to, like, send us things that you want us to, like, talk with you all about or mm -hmm. look into a little bit beforehand. Um, it's better if we have a little bit of time to, like research for just yeah. a little bit um but also if you want to subscribe to that uh ten dollar level there's still plenty of time to get in submit questions yeah. do all of that um and then if um if you're unavailable during the time slot that we're doing the live event um there will be links to our you know like session um available a little bit later i think we're gonna do like a youtube thing and then mm -hmm. we'll submit that to the patreon so everybody has access to it and it's gonna be so cute so you can yeah so you can still watch it and hear what we have to say and um see the comments and it'll just be on youtube through a private link um so yeah it's gonna be awesome <laughs> so i'm excited oh. yeah i'm very excited too hanging out with our best friends and we got a couple of new and exciting tentative yeses for yes. future episodes we can't wait to share them with you once we get yeah. them you know more tightly confirmed but we have um there are people who've been on the show yeah i'm just gonna say that like two people who have been on the show had given us a tentative so yes. like so um, <laughs> i'm not trying to shit my pants live but it's already happened and i'm gonna have to sit with it for an hour also to the person who told us we were too vulgar this week you're welcome um, <laughs> i shit my pants and it's your fault so. And it's your fucking fault. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Anyway. Um, so, I guess, should we start? Yeah, I guess we have to. I mean, we have lots of opinions, don't we? I don't have any opinions. I've never had one. <laughs> Thank you. Take it back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so, I just want to start by saying, I think the gist of this episode was... Like, the number one bitch got so anxious that it might be real that 
she somehow rallies everyone against her and the villain redeems herself somehow kind of i liked her this episode (laughs) and like just it seemed like a situation where like someone that was in a prime position Mm -hmm. to go far is like oh shit no not for me how do i get out of this right (laughs) You know, that's the that's a perfect summary because it really was like the, she was wifey, you know, like mm-hmm. that wifey character, and then and then whoops, oh boy, oh shit, I don't want this. How do how do I leave? Um, I kind of feel for her because that, mm-hmm. that would be yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna start off, uh, sort of with what happened last week. So last week, Sarah fainted. This was mm-hmm. her first attempt at an out, and it didn't <laughs> fucking work. <laughs> um, so Sarah last week just, like, felt really faint. Again, no explanation why. I guess, like, we don't need one. Do we deserve that no. even? Like, that's rude to ask. Um, <laughs> but she's just, like, n- nervous, faints. Brie helps her off stage um matt once again is a dunce and is like oh shit five minutes later i should check on my wife and (laughs) my wife my wife and everyone else is like basically fuming which is silly yeah but also like maybe i would feel the same i feel like i'm a little bit of a cunt like i don't oh yeah I I think I would be, like, I think I would be, like, outwardly, like, oh my god, I'm so worried about her. Like, I know the right things to say, but if I were texting Allie, I'd be like, oh my god, this stupid bitch is lying. And... Well, it just goes, This it sets up this arc for the rest of, like, the episode in a lot of ways. With Anna, she kind of says this in the moment. She's like, Sarah got herself so worked up all night. Like, physically, she could not handle it. And now she's having this, like, really pure and intense moment with Matt. And it's, like, that's basically what happens other times. Mm-hmm. You know, she works herself up, and then she gets to have these, I wouldn't call them pure and intense moments, but nonetheless, with Matt. And it's, like, ooh, this is a pattern that we're going to see throughout this arc. Um, and, yeah, I mean... But this is the start of Victoria's, like, uh, redemption arc, almost. I, it's not a redemption. Like, this, she's still silly. Yeah, Yeah, she's, I mean, they're trying to make her more Corinne-like, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets her moment of just being, like, funny, and everyone agrees with her because they hate someone else more. I mean. Um, (laughs) And so Victoria's like, um, this is The Bachelor, not The Sarah Show. Um, but apparently Sarah didn't get that memo. And again, it's just like, holy shit, Victoria, if you had like this level of self-awareness about yourself, you would not be doing this poorly in, in this episode, <laughs> this season. Um, life. Yeah, life, period. Um, I can't believe I haven't mentioned the picture yet, but I'm just gonna... I can't talk about the picture. No. If you're listening message Danica about the picture. <laughs> the end. Um, 
So, but, like, also, like, Victoria gets very easily distracted and it's like, wait, back to the Marilyn thing. That that was the original point, right? Like, I, I need to go back to this thing where I, I hate her. Um, and she's like, Marilyn needs to go home tonight. I don't want to be around her toxic energy. I think she's fake. I think she's manipulative. And then she, like, does this thing where she's trying to say that Marilyn is manipulative. She says, Marilyn. Manipulative, toxicity, gestures. She gets the word right this time. And then she, when she's describing herself, she says, Victoria, Queens, positivity, realness, Matt's heart. And I'm just uh... like, there are so many things I hate about this. But <laughs> the thing that I hate the most is that this is not RuPaul's Drag Race in which she would win. <laughs> She would absolutely fucking win. She would kill everyone on the spot. <laughs> that's so, that's so, I, yeah, attracts to me in a lot of ways. I, I'm like, oh man, she should have been on a different show. I feel like I saw something like she was going to uh, go on a different, not real housewives, obviously, because she's not a housewife, but some other show. I'm like, yeah. She could have been on MTV's The Challenge or, like, The Circle or something. Yes. She's perfect for so many things. She's also perfect for this show. So, like, she's going to have, like, a career and it's going to piss me off. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, the last five roses end up going to Kayla, Mari, Anna. Um, I keep saying her name wrong. Kaylee? Is it Kaylee or Callie? Callie. Kaylee. Kaylee, I think. Kaylee. And Victoria, our apologies to Kaylee Kelly. Um, <laughs> we will get it right. Um, she's sweet, seemingly, so I'm sorry. Uh, this, of course, means that Alana, Marilyn, Sydney, Kristen, and Alana go home, which I'm really glad I'm reading these notes because I couldn't remember no, um, at all today. I couldn't <laughs> so, Other than Marilyn, obviously, which I'm really sad about, and it's just, it's just unfortunate. But, you know what, she's too good for this franchise, and obviously people are going to be really intense, so... Yeah, we had um, one of our followers, um, Kendall, who I love. I love you, Kendall. I hope you're listening. Um, Messaged us today and was like, oh, I reached out to Marilyn last night and was like, I'm so sorry that people gaslit you. And um, she was like super sweet in her response and was just like, thank you so much. Like, you're so sweet. You made me laugh. So like. That girl needs some positive energy sent in her direction. Yeah. Send, oh, send, send her the love. Because that was bullshit. We all know it. Yeah, it was all bullshit. Um, fucking, oh my god. So then now I guess we're officially starting the third week. <laughs> oh my god, what are we, like two hours into this podcast? God. <laughs> fucking, um, Chris Harrison... I, I really wish he would go be with his son in Texas, anyway, but he's still here and he arrives the next day and he's like, sup, um, the goal of this week is to make every woman here uncomfortable and I'm already doing that because I'm here, but. <laughs> Don't we love um, that energy? Just like, what I would like for you to do this week is be uncomfortable. <laughs> Me, the white man. <laughs> I'm like, sir, I'm uncomfortable every day of my life and I, uh, no. Also, just like for the two of us, like as sex positive people, yes. like the fact that it's basically just like the the okay the whole concept of this date that we're about to talk about. I'm talk. I'm getting ahead of myself, but like no, it's fine. 
It's basically like, oh, we're going to make Ashley I famous for being the virgin who is... I don't know of a better way to talk about her than just being, like, she's obsessive and weird. And, Mm -hmm. like, they made her whole storyline about the fact that she'd never had sex before. And... Like, this whole date was just like, oh, Ashley has to read my book. I hope she got paid a zillion dollars for this. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that was so uncomfortable. (laughs) She has to read a line from Chris Harrison's book. And then, like, everybody else has to write smut, basically, about Matt. Mm -hmm. And, like, unless Matt came up with this prompt, which in itself would also be problematic for me. Um, (laughs) It's just a weird scenario. It is. We are incredibly sex positive. It's not the idea of talking about sexual things that's, like, bothering us. It's just, it's putting the women in this really uncomfortable, that's the fucking quote, I guess, you know, uh, situation. And, or, I don't know. And they have fun with it, and it's fine. And I'm not trying to be, like, I'm not sure. I'm not acting like a Yosef, you know. You, you put these women in uncomfortable positions, you know. Like, no, it's fine. It's whatever. Um, they just had to talk about some smut, but I just didn't want to hear it with my ears, you know. <laughs> it no. just seemed very awkward. And that's, mostly, I just didn't want to hear it, Chris. That's why I appreciated the most, like the ones that were dirty enough where we didn't have yes. to hear any of it. So thank you, Katie, <laughs> and. Thank you, Victoria. And that's, I hope, the last time I have to say thank you, Victoria, (laughs) ever in this podcast. But, like, I was also thinking about, like, um, what would this date have been like last season? Mm -hmm. Like, if a dude had to, you know, like, talk about sexual thing like I mean like I feel like the dudes always get you know like saddled with like oh you actually have to just like show your dick yeah and then the women (laughs) have to be like emotionally like available and do something like embarrassing that's like like obviously they can't show their tits or whatever (laughs) damn it I know it's really frustrating for me as a lesbian but like No, seriously, like, if a dude were, like, having to read that, it would be... There's just so many, like, weird graphic things going on in this show. And, like, every time I talk about it, I sound like a prude, but, like... It's just that... These... these, I'm broken. Um, (laughs) The show is catering. The show is catering to these middle American type, like, prudish Karens, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it's like giving them this and they're all like oh no 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 i hate this Mm -hmm. and i'm like hey i had this idea last week i thought of like or i think it was a week or so ago when when katie came on with the vibrator and how much like the christian people were probably like oh i hate this and like um all these different things and because and i thought to myself are those like types of people they're also hate watching this season you know like they're also hate watching the show and we hate watch the show and i'm like they're also hate watching it because it's like polygamy it's sexualized it's like all these things they don't like who likes the show (laughs) right 
I was talking to a, a, a follower and I can't remember her name now. I feel so bad. But her, she was saying her like really Christian mother hates watching like the fantasy suites. Like she'll like not watch them because it makes her uncomfortable because it goes like against her religion. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like I respect that. But I'm like, then why is she watching the show? You know? And it made me think about the overall concept of like, who, why is anyone watching this show? You know? <laughs> uh, also, oh, yeah, that's a that's a layer. But like, also, like they're not showing them fucking. No. Why are you but watching it's a concept of like? Why are you watching the rest of it though, knowing that's gonna yeah. happen? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. I'm sorry, follower. I'm sorry, mom. That doesn't no. make any it fucking was... sense. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so basically the start, the day starts with Matt, um, saying his own kind of like romantic smutty fiction, which was pretty boring. And I, I don't know if he understands what smut means. Um, <laughs> disappointing. He's like Listen, describing the clothing so much. And <laughs> we need a Disney princess. That's a whore. We need a bachelor. That's a whore. These are the two things I want in 2021. This is what the leftists want. Specifically me. <laughs> um, yeah, he's his, his was really not imaginative and kind of like, ooh. He's like, um, shave your legs and I will touch your calf, basically. Literally. Didn't we hear that, like, ages ago? Like, wasn't it a Tyler thing? Yeah, it was Taylor Cameron's like, yeah, less is more when it comes to body hair. <laughs> okay, well, good luck. Uh, it's it's quarantine, and I haven't owned a razor for ever. Goodbye. Exactly. Since before. I haven't shaved my legs in six years. Um, it's great. I love it. I recommend everyone stop shaving their body hair. Um, if, if that's what you want. Um, um, so the ladies sort of, like, start their bit. Honestly, like, these were so funny and, like, just, like, silly and goofy and good, which is, like, I mean, like, if you're doing a show like The Bachelor, it's exactly what it should have been. It was just fun. Fun, 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 <laughs> fun. Um, but the not fun part, I guess, was... <laughs> Um, all the women that weren't involved in this group date were in the background of it. Um, which is how we get Sarah drama just throughout the episode. Um, yep. so just, just to like add a note of positivity, we'll just go through it. Like Anna begins by discussing fantasy suites, breasts, how genuinely excited she is for the quote-unquote full package. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> Brie talks about rubbing earth on Matt's rock-hard muscles. I didn't get that last night, and I didn't get it today. <laughs> That's cuckoo. Um, Kayla envisions Matt pushing her against a wall in front of speculating eyes. Um... <laughs> Wait, that is not the right person. No, oh, oh it doesn't. Okay, but Kaylee, I, mean, I love Kaylee it. said that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Kaylee said that, and then Kayla, um, is so nasty that Chris Harrison starts squirming. Truly, can't tell if he's scared or excited. I'm here for it either way. 
He's a nasty boy. Rachel talks about her quote-unquote groin fluttering with desire. And I... I don't like the word groin. (laughs) I don't like the word desire. No, um... The word fluttering? Disgusting. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) Kat was like, oh, is that what Kegels are? (laughs) It's like, I think you might be right. (laughs) I'm just doing a bunch of Kegels. Yeah, groin fluttering is definitely a Kegel. (laughs) With desire, who knows? Don't know what that feels like. And then Katie comes in and she's just nasty as hell. Like, thank you. Thank you, Queen. Yes, just as we hoped and expected and appreciated and deserved. Um, she, her entire thing's just bleeped out. Um, she's like, she's getting sweaty. <laughs> Goes near mad. It's very yeah. Woof. Like you know that moment in when Harry met Sally when there's like the orgasm in the restaurant and everyone's looking mm-hmm. at her. That was basically Katie, but also could be Victoria, who is the next person to go up. <laughs> Victoria enters the chat with. What I can only describe as being on par with your bukkake joke. Do you want to tell the joke? Um, I forgot most of it. No, I don't remember most. Yeah, I forgot. I have a really good bukkake joke back in the old days. But there's something about Paul Ryan um, and soggy waffles. Anyway, yeah, DM me if you want to know it. (laughs) We'll look it up. Um, basically every word that Victoria said was bleeped, every woman's reaction was like, holy shit. Um, and yeah, the outfit too, like, <laughs> we could see her bra again, but this time <laughs> the bra I guess is ever present. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's really intentional now. Cause it's like a mesh shirt she's wearing and her bralette's showing. It looked like mesh pants, too, though. Like, the pants... Oh. I could not figure out the pants. I could not figure out the top. Um, Yeah, she also, like, at one point said, like, he smacked her ass. Like, that girl knows what she wants. And I applaud her for it, I guess. <laughs> so she could bleep his bleep. Um, <laughs> but also, like... Girl, are you kissing Trump's Republican ass with that mouth? Um, you're filthy as hell. Um, it's just, like, one of those things where, like, the villain gets, like, a redeemable quality. Like, a redeemable quality enters the chat, and you're like, I don't know how to handle this information. You were so confused last night. You were like, am I her? Am I her? Am I Am I her? And, like, literally, I was like, Andrew, go open a bottle of wine. Like, I know I was going to quit drinking, but, like, it's not happening today. I can't figure it out. <laughs> I have to look in the mirror and it's not a pleasant situation no. right now. I don't want to have... Am I? <laughs> I don't want to have this in common with her today, so I'm going to forget about it. <laughs> That's what we always do. Just fucking drink till you forget. It is fine. Yep. Oh, my God. Um... While all this is happening, of course, the rest of the women are in the audience. It's incredibly awkward. It's not, it, it, but it's funny. Everyone's just dying and, and they're thinking, they're so happy they're not on this date. Um, of course, Sarah's in the audience 
and she's just like bemoaning the whole process of course like this is gonna be really brutal it's just like such a wake-up call and a reminder like oh yeah he has relationships with other women and I'm just like honey this should not be your wake-up call no I mean like this is the formula of the show I like I don't really even know how to be kind about it anymore like yeah if you haven't watched it at this point yeah I I don't know how to help you sister and it's not even if you haven't watched it it's just is genuine like you're in the house with 20 other people or whatever like you know he has relationships with other people it's that's how it is Mm -hmm. um like everyone else had fun on this date but like she and she you know she they could take it for what it was which was a funny date um, but Sarah just, like, could not, and she says, uh, I think a t- couple times in the outfit, uh, in the episode, she's like, it feels like a knife through my heart. Oh my god, it's the first, it's like, uh, day seven. If that, like, it's, it's so early on in the process, and I mean, like, literally every single woman was on that date. Like, whether they were a part of it or not, everyone was there, and everybody had a good time except for her. And then she just, like, excused herself into that fire hazard room. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, like, sitting in front of a fire with a leather couch one foot in front of it. And just, like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, it it felt ridiculous. And yeah. it was funny, though, because, like, uh, I think last episode... um she said the same thing it it felt like a knife through my heart when there were fireworks for Bree's date and then Victoria was like wait I said that like I said I felt uncomfortable about this and Mm. you know I hate that I have to like put up a defense for Victoria (laughs) look where it's gotten us Sarah how (laughs) can you do this to me offensive um piper calls out the behavior as being ridiculous and saying like you can't really be in denial people are gonna get dates you know this is how it is um but sarah's for some reason just cannot she's super upset still um even though uh she's not a part of the date yeah like at all (laughs) and she she didn't even get like sent home you know it wasn't like no, uh, this... the losers, the losers won, they get to go home. Exactly. You know? Like, this is the first date of the week, and she's just feeling insecure because people are like, penis, penis, penis over again. <laughs> and it's just getting bleeped out. Like, it's it's not cool or hot or sexy or anything. It's just like Katie saying the word dildo over and over. <laughs> like, Victoria is basically just saying the word orchard, but they decided in post-production that that word has a sexual innuendo, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, Sarah's upset, and, again, it's just, like, that wasn't your date. You didn't really have any business, like, being a part of it or, like, taking time from other women. Mm-hmm. Um there is room for you later on during the week. Like, you had a one-on-one last week, so you're on, like, a much better ground than literally all but, like, two other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're fine. And so, like, she would have, you know, like, 
her time, mm-hmm. presumably later on in the week. Yep. Um, so Sarah still somehow, like, as Matt is talking to, like, all of the women that were actually, like, invited on the date, um, Sarah sort of interrupts Katie's time. Not sort of. Katie interrupts, or sorry, Sarah interrupts Katie's time and is like, I just really need to talk to him and just, it's so inconsiderate. It's so, it's self-centered and it's inconsiderate and it's just not. And she's, it's all under this like guise of like, it's harder than she expected. She has a lot to process. Is it, no, if you have anything to process is today, it's that you have to process the fact that Chris Harrison has erotica. Like, that's the only thing you need to process, honey. Like, go home and masturbate or something. I don't really know what you need to do to come to Jesus about the fact that Chris Harrison has erotica, but this is not it. We gotta send her a crayon. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, though, like, she, so she interrupts Katie's conversation. Um, if If it's a lot to process, maybe you haven't had time to process it yet. Isn't that what, like, do you understand what you're saying? (laughs) Like, take some time to think about it because you have a few days until your date, actually. (laughs) You have the time. To process it. Fuck. That's so good. Are you a therapist, Danica? Yes, I am. And that's upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So all the other women are very upset, including Victoria, who somehow manages to articulate that it's disrespectful in a pretty decent way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> when when you look unreasonable, when compared to Victoria, you're on the wrong side of history, babe. <laughs> it's not going to go well. <laughs> no, sister. No. Oh my god. So they're all kind of like, no, 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 this is not good. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Oh no. And then so Katie's like, oh shit. Oh no. Right? And so she, well, Victoria's like, go back to him. Go back to him. And like, at first, last night I was like, don't ever listen to her. Are you fucking kidding me? Why would you listen to crazy? And like, I'm saying this as a crazy person. Like, I'm just like, don't listen to me. Yeah, never. Don't ever. And you know better now, <laughs> Jenna. I do. I do know a lot better than to listen to you. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. We'll we'll go ahead and do that. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Katie does listen to Victoria, and she goes back and tries to reclaim her time. But like Sarah's like, but I just need a little bit longer. I just need to like just finish it. Like fucking owning this time is not of hers to have. Um, <clears throat> Katie does that really power, great power move where she just like goes around the corner and just stands. <laughs> yeah, like five feet away. Yes, Queen, sit there in your Goodwill outfit. I saw. Did you see that today? Yeah, that was yeah, five dollars yeah, from Goodwill. Queen. That's yes. Queen shit. Holy, we love holy that. Fuck. Um, but yeah, just like sitting there listening, and then eventually moves over, sits back down next to them, and is just like, "Look, this isn't your date." And, like, she says it in a way that's, like, I honestly feel, like, really respectful. Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't, like, get the fuck out of here, bitch. It's just, like, 
but like honestly get the fuck out of here bitch <laughs> yeah she's like trying to get my time on my group date and i was and i know that like people could say that as being kind of passive aggressive by the use of words like my but it's like the it's it is, it is hers it is. though yeah so yeah <laughs> and also like no offense but matt could have diffused that situation yeah it's actually pretty weird to me that he didn't, and I mean, I guess I, maybe it's not weird, but it He's just- just new to it. I don't think he knows. It could also just be, like, the kind of thing where, like, yeah, he wants Sarah to stay around. That, like, yeah. plays into that sure. narrative. But, mm-hmm. like, it is disrespectful of the other women's time, and, like, she, it's not even, like, I mean, last week- there were so many women that did not get the opportunity to to talk to him at all. And there were women from the first week that didn't have time with him, like, period. They just had, like, that initial reaction with him. So, it, it's just weird that, like, this woman that he spent so, 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 so much time with is just being given, like, prior. I would feel disrespected, I guess. Yeah pretty messed up um she leaves and she goes and tries to like apologize to the other women um she's just like there's just a lot that's like weighing on my heart um i just wanted to be the bigger person and let you know that i'm here and apologize but it's like everyone already knows (laughs) everyone gives her like the biggest stink face (laughs) it's (laughs) i get it Uh, yeah, it's really just, I mean, no one's there to, like, believe her, really, or forgive, um, uh, because, like, she just, like we just said, she chose to do something that benefited her and has no real care about, like, what the consequences are and, like, what that means for the people who will actually not get any time at all. It's not your date, bitch. Like, let's just, I mean, that's just, that's what it is. Um, Kayla's like, the damage is already done. Couldn't you have done this in another time? Which is, yes, she could have. Um, Kit adds, Chris Harrison said, everyone's getting time this week. I mean, those are the moments where I was just like, Kit, Kit pisses me off later, but I mean, like, I, all the times the women are just coming through with, like, just facts, you know? Mm -hmm. They're just saying, like, actual facts. Yeah. And if it comes off aggressive, you know, there are some aggressive things that get said later. That, that's true. We'll talk about that. But, like... The times where you're just stating facts and it comes off aggressive, that's because the person feels like they already did something wrong. Yeah. You know? No, that that's so true. Like, I feel like if you feel that people are being aggressive towards you about something that is 100% true that you did, mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like it's like, um, like, if it... I feel this often at work, like, where if I'm being direct with somebody or if I don't, like, be like, hey, so sorry uh, for the inconvenience, like, um, I think that this needs to be, like, changed in a certain way. It feels like I'm being a bitch if I don't address every situation that way. And Mm -hmm. often, like, no, like, it's like, you made a mistake. Mm -hmm. And if I'm direct Mm -hmm. about how I feel about a situation. I'm viewed as an asshole, even though you're the person that did the thing that hurt my feelings Mm -hmm. or like fucked up the job. Yeah, exactly. You've made the situation harder for me. And so Mm -hmm. like now, do I have to cradle you 
throughout mm-hmm. this process. Like, no, I shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're seeing a lot today in Bachelor Nation. Like, the this has become a very divisive night later on, specifically. But the times where the women are direct are still being labeled as bullying. And it's like, let's let's not water the term bullying down because that's, like, really not helpful to people who actually do get, you know, attacked and hurt mm-hmm. um, with malicious intent. But, like, also, yeah, you just said that beautifully. We often have to manage the way that we talk to people in order to not incite a feeling of conflict when there isn't or it's just – or there is conflict, but there's – there's a way to talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. So I, I, there was so many times that people said things that was like, yeah, that's how I would want to say it as well, you know? Yeah. But, of course, Sarah leaves in tears and... <laughs> well, I mean, like, honestly, like, there... I'm not, like, removing myself from this. Like, I've done things that hurt people's feelings, too. And that, like, are not, you know, convenient for others. Or, like, I've prioritized myself above other people, too. Like, it's not just a her thing. Certainly not. And it does not feel comfortable to hear, like, hey, you fucked up. And that Mm -hmm. sucks for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, honestly, it's kind of a gift to, like, have feedback like that. Yes, yes. Like, when people criticize you for something, like, it sucks to hear, but oftentimes Mm -hmm. it is a gift, especially if you're Mm -hmm. in, like, a workplace situation or a situation like this. Like, people Mm -hmm. are saying, you're feeling this energy because it does exist. You're not crazy Mm -hmm. for feeling that we don't like what you've done here. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, and this is why we don't like it. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's validating the weird feeling. It's validating the uncomfortable um, feeling right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've and i said, I think famously a couple times, like, I think we really need to normalize sitting and not feeling good. Like, sitting in that discomfort yeah. is really important for people, especially, like, white women, to sit in this, like, uncomfortability and be like, oh, I messed up. Yeah. Regardless of my intentions, my intentions were not of this, but these are the consequences and this is what happened. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, it does not feel good. But here's the thing, the person you wronged doesn't also feel good, you know, like everyone feels bad and that's, and it does, it sucks, but like you have to work through that to become more mature and more, more of a balanced person who hopefully won't make, you know decisions in the past I mean, we're all gonna make i mean i'm gonna mess up probably tomorrow and hurt my best friend's feelings but you know the hope is that you learn Please and don't. you try to <laughs> as the best friend no <laughs> i'm gonna hurt you i don't have any feelings to spare tomorrow that's fair we'll wait until friday um, <laughs> or saturday when we yell at each other on the live yeah. it's gonna be amazing um so sarah leaves after she and matt have this pointless conversation (laughs) and um he once again like doesn't have time to get to talk to like the rest of the women that were like invited on this date which um like has been a problem already in like previous days like I feel like there are some women that legitimately have not had time with him at all yeah I don't know if, I don't know who Mari is. I don't know. There was, like, I don't think Anna's had any time with him. No, I don't think Anna's had any time with him either. And, like, I think she's unhinged, but I get Mm -hmm. it now. 
because like <laughs> she's just getting like dicked over mm-hmm. like all the time mm-hmm. um and also i don't even remember what happened before that but he gives the group date rose to rachel i guess I don't know why. I'm going to choose to neglect this information and (laughs) neglect and reject. That's my MO for this moment. (laughs) Um, So then we, we find out that Serena P gets the date. How do you feel about her? I unfortunately didn't get to really like connect with her. You know? I was still so riled up. Do you feel like it's like like the people who get one-on-ones early on, it's just like kind of hard because there's so much drama on, Mm -hmm. you know, like group scenarios? Yeah. I think I was really distracted by that. And then, you know, yeah, early one-on-one dates are not usually that special too. They're usually like in LA area or what, you know, it's like local Mm -hmm. and they're just kind of casual and... you don't know the person a ton either yet, you know, like I don't, you know, you usually don't know the people. So you're kind of like, Oh, I'm not really rooting for them or not. You know, you don't have an opinion formed. Um, so yeah, I think another problem too, though, with this date is once again, Sarah's just becomes a problem. So like Matt comes to pick Serena up. Um, and all of the women are in the room, except <laughs> except, except for Sarah. Sarah. And he, like, sort of walks in as he's, he knows he's going on this date with Serena. And he's like, where's Sarah? Um, hello, sir. Do you know how to make a woman feel like shit immediately? <laughs> because you're doing a great fucking job. Um, yeah, so, like, Sarah's pulled the Corinne moment. Out of her ass and is once again in the flammable room, hanging out alone. Um, and then, like, also, wait, I. No, yeah, Matt. Matt just is like, where's she? And they're like, we don't know. She's up in her room, and so Matt goes to find her, and she's laying down in bed in her like bomber jacket. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that part. And he, like, goes and lays on top of her and then talks to her. And in a flammable room, there's another fireplace. They do this strange thing, like, high schoolers, where he, like, walks behind her and holds her and kind of, like, did you remember that? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I hated it so much. Yeah, I was definitely thinking of a different moment. But also, I want, so was Sarah's thing last week the infidelity thing or was that somebody else? That was somebody else. That was, um, yeah, that was somebody else. Kayla, I think. I'm not. It, um, I fi- wait. He had two one-on-ones last week. Yeah, that was Bree. Bree. Sorry. Yeah. Somebody has talked to him about infidelity, and I yeah. didn't think that it was Sarah. It was not. Sarah talked about her father. Yes, but like Sarah seems to be very hyper fixated on him, mm-hmm. like cheating on her mm-hmm. this week particularly um but yeah like so matt goes up and talks to her lays on her oh love that so romantic um and 
basically he interjects that it would be like a tragedy if she went home (laughs) Um, because of their connection he's like i have real feelings for you and she's like yeah this relationship is really real which is exactly what you say to people that you're super into (laughs) um jesus christ um Meanwhile, everybody else is just downstairs waiting on that enormous couch, and they're getting angrier with each moment that passes. Like, <laughs> Victoria is right once again. It's it's getting really upsetting how often Victoria is right. She's like, I think it's rude, and now it's been longer than five minutes, and it's Serena's date. Like... Victoria's on the right side of history for once. Um, yeah, like, a bunch of the other women are like, yeah, holy shit, it's been way too long. Um, and finally, Matt decides to leave for his actual fucking date. (laughs) After, like, literally the second unnecessary check-in with Sarah. (laughs) Second unnecessary check-in. Yeah, I think this is, like, a moment where um, a woman says very succinctly, she's like, Matt's done nothing wrong, and Sarah is up there making him feel bad about doing what he's supposed to be doing, which is getting to know the other people in the house. And I felt that that was incredibly, like, succinct and good, because it's manipulative. He's done nothing wrong. She's making him feel bad for that in order to get validation. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yes... Alas, Serena and Matt go on horseback rides together. One of the horses has really cute white socks. His little socks. So sweet. Um, and then they uh, have a charcuterie board. <laughs> Did I say that? Ma'am. Charcuterie, charcuterie. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to correct you. Thank you. I'm just going to let you get yeah. It's charcuterie, but yes. <laughs> charcuterie. Um, and they talk about their families. Uh, Serena talks about how her dad was very against her coming in the show, which was, I, that's pretty wild. What a powerful and great dad. (laughs) I love that. He sounds like a great guy. And I'm not being sarcastic. He sounds wonderful. (laughs) Um, they talk about turtles, as one does on a first date. Um, reveals that she is not a person who casually dates. Um, yeah, she's only had one serious relationship, which was, like, devastating for her. Um, relatable. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt's last relationship in comparison lasted only for four months. I was like, is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, he ended things, like, pretty shortly after and was like, I'm looking to date somebody. Or, sorry, I was only looking to date somebody if I was going to marry them. And I think last night when he said that, both you and I looked at each other. Like, I'm an engaged person who has committed to this thing. And you're a person who's, like, previously married. We looked at each other and we were like, who's going to get to vomit first? You don't say that to people. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's true even. Um, but you just, like, again, I, just... I don't want to say that Matt is a fuckboy because I don't know 
It's mm-hmm. a vibe I got because he was friends with Tyler, but like, oh, I just don't really want to date you unless I want to marry you is such a like fuckboy thing to say, I feel like. And like, no, I mean, it really is. Because then you start to go, oh, 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 okay. Okay, I guess this wasn't wasn't worth my time because I you don't want to marry me. Yeah. What or like how do I it, adjust? You know how yeah. do I adjust? How do I make you want that? And it's just it's silly. Yeah, and they're usually the kind that will come back to you too after a period of time and be like, oh, let's just hang out again. You're like, wait a second, what, what's going on? It's the mind games of it all. It's really unfortunate. I love that anyway, cute he- lonely energy. <laughs> Love it. I know that energy well. <laughs> mm. I am so, when I date men, I am so attracted to sad boys. Um, it's chronic and unfortunate and I need help. But I'm not going to get any because my group therapy ended. Anyway, <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> we'll talk more on the Patreon podcast. <laughs> Please. I am raw dogging this season without therapy and I and I am feeling it. I am feeling mm-hmm. it. Oof. Boy. Anyway, so back at the shining mansion, um all of the women By the are... shining mansion, do you mean like a fancy mansion or do you mean Stephen King's The Shining Mansion? <laughs> The Shining Mansion. Okay, that's what I think. Because <laughs> that's what I think about when I look at it. It's like the Shining. Someone's mansion. gonna die here. <laughs> Somebody for sure. Absolutely. Um, all the women are waiting for the third date card to arrive, and they're also again wondering where Sarah is. It's just like Corinne all over again. Of course, she's like, "Where is she?" We get shots of her up in her room, just like sitting on the edge of the bed, crying. Um, and looking up to the distance. And, like, and I get it. I know she doesn't feel very good about what's happened. We talked about this before. I know she doesn't feel good. And that is, like, totally valid and fair. But sitting up in her room alone is not going to help her, like, work past it and work through this. Um, but then when the date card arrives, suddenly she's just, like, there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm, like, cough, cough, producers, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... And this is basically the beginning of... Uh, so all the names get called, basically, that are going to go on this future group date that we never get to see. Um, and Sarah's name is called on it. And everyone's just sitting with, like, silence and, like, kind of terror of, like, what's about to happen. And MJ, who we haven't really seen much, and she just looks very, very tired, um, which I don't blame her. Um, she's not wanting to let this, like, group moment end without, like, saying something. So she jumps into it and she's like well we didn't know where you were and what's going on and we were worried about you sarah and and then she's like she gets she has a little aggro but she's just like i just know how to feel right now Mm -hmm. um so sarah sort of apologizes for her behavior from the night before um and for hiding up in her room for most of the day which like that part I get. I do that. Um, I think a lot of depressed folks do that. I think mm. this might be a different situation. However, mm-hmm. um, she said, excuse me, um, she said, yesterday I was planning on going home because I was really overwhelmed by this process and I wanted to talk to him about that. 
<laughs> do you want to talk about what Victoria does? Because, like, I, like, literally, I'm, like, at a point where I'm, like, almost praising her at every turn because I'm a monster and I think this is funny. <laughs> so, just kind of, like, in this moment of, of Sarah trying to kind of make peace a little bit, Victoria jumps in with just, like, one of her now kind of not great moments. She's like, nobody knows you. <laughs> and I do think this is like kind of her MO for this season. You know, she was talking about Marilyn. I don't know her. I don't know Brie. I don't know all these people. I'm like, well, maybe you should like try to get to know the women. Like, okay. Like that would be kind of nice. Um, like that girl fully thinks that she's Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> like girl, no. Sister. <laughs> um. So... Oh, also, okay, I want to talk about this really fast. Mm-hmm. Abigail yes. has had zero time. Yeah, zero She time. got, like, the, she got the first impression rose, and then nothing, mm-hmm. basically, no, yeah. since yeah, then. She, like, zero time with him. I think she might have been on the, like, wedding dress date, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm struggling to remember if she was actually on there or not but she was on the team that didn't win if she was Mm -hmm. on there Mm -hmm. and that's super weird because usually they're really involved like Mm -hmm. right after and this is you know like episodes and episodes later i think they're i think the production is trying to kind of like protect her a little bit in a little bit of a bubble to kind of get her later on um, they had like a sweet moment in the cocktail party, and I think she's still a like in the mix. But yeah, they unfortunately gave her no screen time. But the screen time they gave her tonight or last night was pretty great. She comes in with a way more thoughtful and honest approach um, than Victoria did, and she says, "If you don't want to be here, then why are you taking somebody else's rose who doesn't want to be here?" And I thought that was just really beautiful. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. very direct. <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> do you want to talk about your feelings about Anna? Yeah, I can't describe it. Anna comes in and, and she just makes me uncomfortable for some reason. I, I think that Anna has like a manic energy that I really relate with, but it's yeah. not an energy that I like in myself. <laughs> There's just a lot of, like, she's reminding me of McKenna a little bit. Mm. She's just, like, sitting in the corner making really intense faces at people and, like, baring her teeth almost, like, in a, like, position to, like, attack, you know? I'm not, that's me probably being really uh, intense, but it just makes me feel, I feel like I'm, like, kind of sitting there at the edge of my seat, like, ooh, I don't know. Um, But she also is, like, understandably annoyed at Sarah. Um, Yeah. For claiming that this whole situation is hard for her. And it's just like, as if it's not hard for everyone else that's present in the room. Or us, the audience, who is very tired and a little raw. Did we mention there's an inauguration tomorrow? It's not going well. (laughs) How dare these women not know that when the episode airs, we'll be dealing with an inauguration. (laughs) Anna, shut up. Shut up. Um, So yeah... Tensions are just really, really high. There is definitely an energy that to the whole thing that is a little bit of a pile on. You know, Sarah's not really getting much time to say much. I, also, it's edited. You know, yeah. we don't really know how long this conversation happens. But also, Sarah has had more time than anyone. Yeah. 
to, like, talk to Matt specifically, yeah. she, I mean, like, from the edits that we've seen, she's had so much time. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, I I feel that the argument that it's, like, oh, she, you know, like, everyone was against her and blah, blah, like, I, that's a really difficult argument for me to, like, have sympathy mm-hmm. for because, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, maybe, like, certain people were were against her, but, I mean, like, she had the most time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not just the most time, but taking time away from people from not getting any time at all. Yes. You know? Yeah. So they're mad. And uh, Anna also says, like, if I talked to him every time I felt insecure, no one would be having any time right now. And that is the, that's what we're saying. Like, that's the whole nut of it, you know? And that was a really also great statement. I was like, yes, like, that's what I want to say, too. And it was very direct, and it was not mean. It's just direct in explaining the situation. Um... And, like, somebody's like, hey, if you just wanted to get more reassurance with him and more time and more validation, just say it. Like, that would be more relatable, but, like, you need to just admit it. Um, just say you want the intention. Um, and it, it kind of reminds me of, like, when, you know, you had that girlfriend who was texting her ex, you know, and she shouldn't be talking to him. And you're like, why are you doing this? And she's like, oh, I mean, just, like, whatever. And, and then it's like the answer is she just wanted attention, you mm-hmm. know, which is relatable. Like, we all want attention. It's fine. But you could have just said my name during that. That's a little <laughs> rude. But, um... <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's. I feel like it's fine to be like, yeah, I felt insecure and Mm -hmm. what I did was Mm self-centered. But also, it's a little weird to be like admitting that you felt insecure and self-centered and also you're gonna send yourself home. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Weird. that's what really is rubbing me the wrong way. I'm just like, oof, like, you, and I don't think that's why she she couldn't admit that, you know, in the perfect world, I'd be like, yes, just admit you did something wrong, and we could have a normal conversation, but you denying it feels weird, but in this case, I don't think, yeah, she's like, if I admit that I'm this insecure, uh, I don't know, mm. Yeah, I just wrote a bunch of stuff about already what we talked about. Yeah, I I, I, I feel, though, that there's, like, one thing I want to, like, kind of emphasize in um, the notes that you took was that she kind of wants to cry her way out of accountability, mm-hmm. um, which I think is, like, really an interesting point, and... Um, I mean, I don't know that it's, like, 100% applicable to this situation, mm-hmm. but there's, like, that headline and, like, article that exists that's, like, when you're accustomed to privilege, equality feels like oppression. Mm-hmm. And it feels a little bit like that's applicable here because this woman has had the most fucking time with mm-hmm. this person and, like, she's, like, yeah. a white woman, like, dating a black man in this situation. 
Mm-hmm. And there are so many women that are just like consistently like robbed of time because she feels insecure about this particular situation. Mm-hmm. I think I think you said that well. Like, yeah, when <laughs> when things not going your way feels like oppression. I mean, we're just putting on a more of a basic term. Like when she's not getting this time, she feels like she's losing, and it's like. You're not losing if other people are also getting time. Like, it's all part of this whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't feel good, but, like, you can't monopolize the time and take that over. Um, yeah, and she would yeah. have the opportunity later in the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm not saying ultimately, like, yeah, she was fully crying her way out of accountability, but she wasn't really having that full conversation, and it just... Yeah, I mean, but we're also just, like, two queers who are, like, let's have accountability talks, you know, <laughs> like, I don't think, I don't think they're ready for that, and I can't blame them for that. <laughs> if you're still listening, I... I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. It is just literally two queer women just being, like, let's talk about our feelings. <sighs> okay. Um. Unfortunately, Kit does end the meeting with like a pretty negative and horrible sentence um she's like i hope your connection with matt is very strong right now because the rest of your living situation here is going to be terrible yikes on bikes um that's not great and but i'm not at all shocked from the 21 year old new york socialite um i i oh man i don't know why i'm doing this but i want to feel like giving her the benefit of the doubt Mm-hmm. Because that just seems like very direct, <laughs> and like truly though, like that's what I would want to say to somebody. <laughs> uh. And honestly, like her connection with Matt is really strong, and so yeah, I don't know, I I. I'm struggling, and I'm just, like, digging myself a hole, but... That's fine. I mean, you're so Victoria right now. It's, oh, like, pretty so wild. Oh, I'm so incredibly Victoria. Fuck you, cunt. Really... Um, <laughs> no, I mean, like... I I feel like we're missing some context here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I uh-huh. think that's ultimately what I want to say. Like, I feel like we're missing something. I totally agree. I think also all of our kind of defense of the women could also be completely shattered with one piece of context that we don't even know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like we should just wrap this whole piece up with, because we're about to go into the next morning. So we're going to wrap up this entire segment with Danica's favorite line, two things can be true That's not my favorite saying. Okay. My favorite saying is, fuck you, cunt. And I think that's what we should wrap up the segment with. Okay. Fuck you, cut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's both. Perfect. Oh, my God. So the next morning, Katie shows us all what empathy looks like. And she goes to talk to Sarah, who's decided to eliminate herself. Um, But Katie does this wild-ass thing that I've never seen before in the show. And she's just like, if you're going to go, hold on. I think I need you to actually stay because I need you to give this a real chance because I need him to know that he's worked out every option he's ever had. Mm -hmm. If he's going to end up with me, I need to know he's explored his options. And I thought that was very 
I don't even know. No, emotional intelligence, ahoy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that felt like a smart way to react to it. And, like, mm-hmm. honestly, like, I I really do like Katie, and I've liked her on this season, but I I think this was, like, one of those situations where it was, like, Katie's telling a truth that's hard to hear. Mm-hmm. It's not nice. No. It's not kind. Mm-mm. And I think, like, it's just proof that, like, sometimes being honest <laughs> works out better than being nice or being kind. Yes. Like, sometimes that's not the best thing to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Katie. But yeah, I mean, like, especially because what we saw the outcome mm-hmm. of that sentence was nothing. But like, the outcome of the situation was Sarah left. Yeah. So, like, Yeah, but, uh, like, all of this was, uh, yeah, that was my feeling this morning, was just, like, she left. She just, she stayed in her convictions and she left, and good for her. I I have no problems with that, and in fact, I've been telling people in the DMs, I'm glad she left. Not from a mean standpoint, not because I don't like her. It's just, like, I don't want this particular drama to keep going on, you know? Mm -hmm. And clearly she wanted to go home and be with her family and not, I mean, I don't know. I just don't think she I'm being a pessimist. I don't know if she really liked Matt. And it's fine if she doesn't, okay? Like, they met this person three weeks ago. Right. Yeah. They are not required to like this person. Mm -hmm. Um, he didn't tell a convincing cum story. I would be upset. (laughs) You're like, I don't know if I want to have sex. (laughs) This man, does he know how to come? Does he know how to come? That's important to me. It's very important. Um, yeah, and I just, was like, she, (sighs) there's been just so much stuff on the internet today about it, but. Believe what you want to believe about her intentions to be on the show, what's going on. Obviously, she is a caretaker of some sort to her father who has ALS, and um, that's real and valid, and she, we don't know her real, I just, I think I don't know her real reasons. She had three valid reasons to leave. She didn't feel comfortable in the house anymore, she wanted to see her family, and she didn't feel secure enough in the relationship. And, like... All of those are valid reasons to leave. Yes. So just, like, let her go. Just let her go. Just let her go. Let, let her go. go. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, truly. <laughs> so. <sighs> yeah, so. And Matt doesn't really, he just doesn't really, like, he kind of tries to, like, oh, no, I, I, we have a connection, we have a connection. But I'm like, do you have a connection? You don't really. If you did, she would stay. And that makes me lead to, like, the idea that she kind of wanted to go. She just really wanted to go. Because, like, he gave her enough of a, like, you can stay speech, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 But it's also, like, yeah, she can go. She can she go can if she go. wants to go. 
There are like 7,000 other women there. Yeah. And we're going to get more. More. How do you... More oh women. Oh my god. Yeah, Sarah left and now we get more virgins. Just God. <laughs> Again, nothing wrong with being a virgin. But it's it's again just like a weird evangelical thing. Yeah. 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 Maddie, like what was Maddie doing on the season? I <sighs> But apparently she wanted to be on Colton season because there was a photo she posted during Colton season on her Instagram and she tagged Colton and Bachelor. Like I think um yeah, somebody sent that to us this week and I remembered that she definitely wanted to be on Colton season. And maybe that would have worked out. I don't know. I mean he's trash and I don't like him, so but but wait, she's also trash and I don't like her. Oh my god, they're perfect together. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. Um, no, I, I was thinking earlier this week, I almost texted it to you, but then I was like, actually I text Jenna eight thousand times a day, so she can probably avoid this text message. I was no, like, I'm mad you didn't. I was like, what if we took the T out of Colton? <laughs> it's just colon at that point. <laughs> That's the new nickname for him. Great. Okay, so when we talk about him, we call him colon. Yeah, okay, I love that. I love that. Thank That's you. great. I love when we finally, we figure out what we call people. It's the best. All right, yes. <gasps> Colin, you can keep your fucking free coffee, my dude. No, thank you. Not here for it. Please also look up the word accountability for a moment. I will send you the links if you need them. I will send them to you. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So I feel like this episode drained us in a lot of ways. It was important conversations, though, mm-hmm. about. <laughs> oh, but like she's for sure gone, though. Do you think she's going to come it, back? I don't know. We've heard, they're setting it up really well for her to come back, I but I just hope not. We've heard some rumors, too, about her maybe dating somebody back home. Mm-hmm. Not 100% posy there, yeah. but... I mean, a lot of it comes from he who shall not be talked about anymore on our podcast. A reality, Steve. Um... I mean, really, his entire blog today can really be taken with a grain of salt because he's very sexist throughout it. But he does talk about the fact that there is some rumors that she has a boyfriend that she was dating right up until she left for the show and then went back and started dating him again. Um, And, you know, that's not great. (laughs) No, there is something to be said, though, for, like, I know that some of her followers, like, are cool with reality steve and that's like whatever just like we mm-hmm. don't we don't look at it anymore and mm-hmm. we have our own you know hesitations about like him as a source and mm-hmm. like whatever else but the the way that like the people that make money off of doing this shit have been talking about the women this season is really disgusting to me mm-hmm. And, like, I, like, I'm saying this as a person who, like, jokingly says, like, bad words about women, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, but these people are literally just like, oh, the way they dress makes me not believe that they take care of their father. And it's just like, shut up. Come on. 
Yeah. Grow up. Like, for real. Like, Reality Steve and, like, some of the, like, EW reporters. Like, just <laughs> stop giving them traffic. My God. I'm also saying this to myself because, like, <laughs> that's gross. No, it really is. Like, they're saying it with a really, like, layer of, like, intense, like, sexism that's... Like, when you still use ladies in quotes, or, like, the women in quotes, like, <laughs> shut up. Females. The females. Uh, the females. Oh yeah, it's not good. Um, We did it, though. Y'all, we did it. We made it through another week. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm, I don't have therapy during this season and it's really starting to show. So I appreciate everyone, um, having patience for me online. I have definitely had a couple meltdowns <laughs> this week, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm doing what I can to have some self-care and take breaks. I'm actually taking more breaks than people realize, which is really healthy and I'm really excited. I'm proud of you. Um, and... Uh, yeah, we just appreciate y'all so much, though. Thank you. The, everything is so great. The comments, the DMs, the support, the shares, um, the reviews. Make sure you're leaving a, um, five-star review with some kind of random bullshit in there. Um. Actually, if you don't mind, I would like to talk about that for a second. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you made it this far into the podcast. I'm sorry. We get a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. And also, we get a lot of surprisingly negative reviews um it's never about anything like abnormal it's never about like anything that we've like significantly like fucked up on it's just like people that don't like us (laughs) you know (laughs) and that's fine um but it really does help when people counteract those with reviews if you actually like what we do yeah so like a five star and a uh i want to eat them out is welcomed (laughs) it's welcome and appreciated (laughs) (laughs) no it takes a couple seconds and it really it means a lot and we love rating them and it makes us feel really good inside so we appreciate it we, we get some messages in the other inbox that is uh Hor- horrific hor- honestly yeah pretty hard to <laughs> stomach sometimes but we love it we love the haters we love the lovers and i that's i'm gonna take all of that out no um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hate the haters and i i hate the lovers too no one should like what we do <laughs> But if you do, give us a review and also um, say hi in the DMs. We love you guys so much. Um, And stay tuned. Uh, When we're done talking, we have a special treat for you from one of our dear friends, Connie. She (laughs) sent in something really beautiful. And I think y'all will enjoy it. Um, Do you have anything else to say, boo-boo? I love you, Connie. Hey, Danica and Jenna, this is Connie. I thought that in honor of the smut we heard um, on the last episode, I should create my own Bachelor smut to share with the community. Um, There is no title, but I think like Airbnb ass would be a good name for it. Okay, I guess that is the title.
<clears throat> I met Dale Moss. I was met with silence on the other end. Did you hear me? I met Dale Moss at a coffee cart in my neighborhood, and now I'm in his Airbnb, bitch. My friend Jenna scoffed. Just like a man named Dale Moss or a guy who looks like him? Dale Moss. La Quinta, FaceTiming with Neil Lane, Bonclair's head on the ceiling. Dale freaking Moss. He invited me back here after I complimented his fit and gave my opinion about the Capitol insurrection. And, and he invited me back for coffee on the balcony. And right now I'm hiding in his bathroom talking to you. Do you think he gets Airbnb discounts off the Bachelor stuff? This place is like really nice. Get off the phone with me and wait, wait, what about COVID? I guess you finally believed me. We've both got the vaccine. Well, Jenna said, get that D for Dale Moss, girl. I heard a click and knew what I had to do. I emerged to find him transferring our takeout cups to proper mugs in the room's expansive kitchen. The routine of buying coffee reminds me of the before times, he said. I can make coffee here, but it feels nice to feel like my life is still mine, you know? He handed me my mug with a wistful eye. Did he mean before Claire or before the virus? Before I could ask, he grabbed my hand and led me to the balcony. Portland really is beautiful, he murmured, looking at me as I turned away from the view to catch his smile and kind eyes examining my own. I turned my attention back to my coffee. It had been months since a man looked at me that way. I felt the flicker of desire swirling in my chest meet with the cold wash of worry. Would this be kismet or foolishness? Time passed in the way it does when you have something you desperately want to say but cannot. We discussed our favorite books, places we've been, and wanted to visit, and he laughed at all my jokes. We cried about lost lives and a year lost, but no mention of Claire. And then his phone rang. He excused himself and left me out on the balcony, sliding the door shut carefully. I couldn't make out what was said, but I heard the name Claire escape his mouth, exasperated and resigned. My eyes traced the skyline, trees and buildings pushed together. I had to tell him that I watched the show. I'm not just some baddie from a random food cart in a random town. I knew about his breakup and had theorized about his longevity in the game long before we ever saw him on TV. After a moment, he slid open the balcony door and beckoned to me. There was something new in his face, something hungry. His salacious grin was contagious and I followed his fingers as he beckoned me closer. I'm glad you came back with me. He grabbed my hand and pulled me close. The past few months have been difficult and I really needed a new perspective. Something that felt real and grounded. Today has been that for me. He bent down and kissed me. He smelled of lang lang and firewood as his, as his hands caressed my fupa and hips. A fire whirled between my legs. He pulled back slowly. Is this too fast? I stammered. I, I know who you are. I saw the show. He kept looking at me. I figured, well, is that okay? Because I really want to continue TV star, TV star or not. His answer met my lips and time vanished again. He slowly unbuttoned my jumpsuit, kissing each newly revealed patch of skin. Once freed of my clothes, prone in this borrowed bed, Dale hooked a finger in the band of my baby Yoda panties. You won't be needing these. Slowly, he slid them off and held my mound in his hand. I squirmed, anticipating his tongue, his fingers, even just his breath would, dot, dot, dot. My thoughts stuttered as his thumb met my clit. I bent down to his knees. Wait. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> oh my god. Okay. <clears throat> he bent down to his knees and carefully ran his tongue along my thighs until he met my sex with a kiss. I giggled and gave his head a squeeze between my thighs. Heat enveloped my body. Banging a bachelor bro? I had never considered the possibility, but now it seemed wasteful to not ask for everything I wanted. I lifted his face to mine and gave him a kiss. I want something different. I got on my knees on the bed, facing away from him, presenting my pussy in all her glistening glory, and said, eat. And he did. The end. You're welcome, Jenna and Danica. <laughs> Talk to y'all soon. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready. Oh, hello. It's me, the ghost who haunts your phone. Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.